Hey, today is Sunday, September 10th, and I'm Josh Boykin, the founder of Intelligame.us. You're listening to another edition of Intelligame Radio. I'm outside of Rose City Comic Con and I was about to head into the convention when I heard some really awesome music just like coming out of a bo- uh, out of a boombox. A couple folks here sitting here with Game Boys and uh, I'm talking to Steed and Jesse who've been creating electronic music for a little while now uh, and just wanted to stop and figure out like why, how did you get started making music on a Game Boy? About 15 years ago I found, uh, I found out about Oliver Wichow who created Nanoloop and started making cartridges and was fascinated with it. So I ended up buying one and been playing with it ever since. He's been furthering the concept on multiple platforms, including, you know, iOS and whatever. And I got my uh, neighbor and friend Steed into it and we've been doing it uh, off and on ever since. And we decided to do it in public. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's really cool. Just uh, uses uh, the full extent of the sound chip in the Game Boy and it's kind of the the program's pretty much just like a user interface to to play with that and get the most sound out of it. There's a there's a couple of things out there and there's a lot of people in the the scene making stuff but yeah it's just a I don't know just like connection to the Game Boy it was like a big part of my life growing <laughs> up like from a coveted item to like finally getting a hand-me-down one and and then just I don't know when I picked up a old Game Boy at a Goodwill uh, and my neighbor Jesse saw it and he was like, yo, you got to check this stuff out. And then... <laughs> yep. So uh, tell me a little bit about the kind of music that you like to make using the Game Boy. It sounds, you know, kind of a mellow synth, electronic, I'm, I'm making up terms, but... Yeah, yeah. kind of like all over the place. Like we'll do like, depends like just how we're at, whatever the day is or whatever. Sometimes we'll just do like real, you know, cliche, hard, fast, boom, 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 techno, and then... <laughs> Sometimes we'll like end up doing like you know like real thoughtful melodic stuff. It's just uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like it's like a game to us or something. I don't know. We don't really like have much structure to it. It's just kind of play. It's loop based and very fast. There are other programs like LSDJ that are a little more complicated and do some really cool stuff. This one's built on loops and building things in real time and makes it more amenable to actual playing, which is fun. Sure. So, Steve, you talked a little bit about the idea of the tie back to the Game Boy. Like, do you feel a, uh, do either of you feel a, a particular connection to creating music with a Game Boy as opposed to using like more conventional equipment? We do both. Yeah. We do both, but this raw, gritty sound is immediate interface. Um, and also, it just looks cool. I mean, everyone knows what a Game Boy is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> when you see someone doing something like that with it, you're like, whoa. That's, well, that's wow. why I came over. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. We, we both got, yeah, we both got like, you know, like whole, you know, our whole like, piles of our like real musical equipment and stuff and we play with that stuff a lot too but it's just yeah the Game Boy it's just got a just the unique the sound of it it just can't be beat by anything and it's just I don't know there's magic in it because it's a Game Boy yeah. <laughs> I don't know. and you could drag it in a bag with a boombox and come sit in the park and yeah. <laughs> meet people yeah so you're outside of Rose City Comic Con have you seen uh, seen some pretty cool stuff here very cool stuff I like a lot of the the very simple costumes that people come up with. The elaborate ones are really cool too, but like some of the simple ones that people come up with are really neat to watch. Yeah, I think I saw like Lady Deathstrike and I was just like, oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to checking it out more next year because we kind of just like, we're like last minute like, oh, that's going on. We should go down there and then yeah. next year we're going to like maybe like check it out more fully. 
Go inside the building, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, if folks are looking for some of the work that you've done, is there a place that they can go to find it? Uh, yeah, you can check out. Uh, I got a YouTube channel, Puff Zoom, Z E W M. Uh, I got a lot. It's like a lot of synthesizer and like video stuff on there. But I post a lot of my Game Boy stuff on there too. And I think Jesse has a SoundCloud. I do. It's called Styling Head, uh, like the Barbie Styling Head. Okay. And it's got a, a wide variety of stuff, but about a third of it's Game Boy based, yeah. Cool. So, uh, you mind doing some doing some music for me? Gladly. Cool. Alright folks, let's check out some, uh, some music from Jesse and Steen. concert heard right here on Intelligame Radio for Anchor. Uh, you can check out Steed and Jesse's work. I'll put a link to the uh, segment here. Uh, you can also swing over and check out Puff Zoom or uh, check out Jesse's SoundCloud uh, over at Styling Head.
been an interesting day here at Rose City Comic Con. It's actually just wrapping up. The show floor is open for another good hour and a half or so. I didn't really expect to hear that outside, and of course, uh, mid-concert, uh, somebody came in and asked them about the craft, and I um, wasn't going to try and stop them from doing their business and making their first dollar, which you heard live right here on Intelligame Radio. I guess it's not live now, but you get it. Anyway, that was really cool, and it's interesting to see uh, the ways that retro culture and old technology can be re-harvested and, and adapted to new purposes. It was, they told me about how uh, Steed said that he purchased a kit online for like 20 bucks and basically started revamping a lot of the way that the material was used and put in new buttons and all this different stuff to make it uh, an entirely new piece of music creation. And instead of, you could hear that it wasn't quite chiptune, it's not what you would typically think of as uh, music that is created with video game hardware, but holy cow, that was awesome to kind of walk into. So hopefully uh, we'll be able to hear more from them uh, here in the Portland area, and I hope that you folks enjoyed checking out maybe a little piece of something new. I'm going to explore a little bit more of the show floor before it shuts down, and uh, may get a couple more couple more segments in maybe not but otherwise uh yeah i'll talk to you soon rose city comic-con is officially over and i have to say it was a really cool experience i think there is something about experiencing fandom that's not totally yours that's really kind of enlightening and it was also nice to not go as press and to not have to be running around doing a bunch of appointments. Even though Rose City Comic Con is still a really big comic convention, Portland itself is a really big comic city, probably second to New York in terms of the number of comics creators and independent publishers. So Rose City is very much a comic convention, unlike maybe San Diego Comic Con, which has a bunch more pop culture in general. That said, it was cool to run into some gaming influences on the floor. I think gaming has become much more widespread than it used to be, and there was some amazing video game related cosplay out there. I saw uh, one of the main characters from Transistor, uh, the follow-up game to Bastion uh, by, I want to say, Supergiant Games with this actual like LED lit sword. Uh, it was amazing, and unfortunately, I didn't get a picture of her, but um, I saw some other really cool cosplay, too, from Horizon Zero Dawn, from a bunch of different games. So, the the great thing about nerd conventions in general is that they're awesome opportunities to, to have all of these different interests coalesce and to find other people who care generally about some of the same things you do. Now, at Rose City Comic Con, there was a lot of tabletop gaming. There was a lot of like magic cards and a game called Light Seekers, I want to say, is a new... Looks like it's trying to do it all between doing the Toys to Life type game and a card game and all, all sorts of different things. There was also a retro arcade that was hosted by Ground Control, and so there were some free pinball machines and some arcade cabinets, some classic stuff like 
uh, old school Tetris and Asteroids. There was also a section of old school consoles that were hosted there by Portland Retro Game Expo. So that's where folks could sit down and play a Dreamcast or a GameCube or a Super Nintendo. And they had a bunch of different games set up, ranging from Super Smash Bros. Melee to Super Mario Kart, um, Soul Calibur and Soul Calibur 2. It was, it was just a lot of fun. I think that there, even if you aren't a super big comic convention person, uh, between all the stuff that was on the show floor and the panels, which I uh, <laughs> might be a little biased in saying the panels were good because I was on two of them, but it was it was a quality experience, and I'm glad that Rose City Comic Con was here in Portland. Again, although I said this already, if you've got a comic convention in your area, even if it's a small one, and maybe particularly if it's a small one, I'd encourage you to check it out. It's a place where a lot of independent creators are trying to get their start and you may find some types of art that reach out and speak to you in ways that you wouldn't have thought. So go ahead and give it a shot. Well, folks, before we close up the night, we've got another call in from Michael Conway. Um, this is in regards to the self-care discussion that we had yesterday. Hey, Josh, uh, it's Michael Conway, the other man arc, and I love to hear the fact that, you, that there was even a panel on self-care regarding any of this, uh, of our nerdisms or whatnot, because, uh, you know, it's, a well, it's close to my heart, man, because, uh, I've had to deal with not having a lot of personal self-care, um, from me because of I, I was stupid and neglected myself for many many years um I'm just wondering do you have a recording of your time on the panel did you if you have somebody who's working with you did you have somebody come with you and record it because if nothing else it's more content but for two I, I would have been interested to hear what you had said peace Michael, thanks a ton for that call-in, and thanks for the support. I think it's really important to have discussions, particularly about self-care and some of the ways that we need to look out for ourselves in particularly nerd spaces, where we're already in an area where we hopefully feel comfortable and are around other folks who we you know, sympathize and, and feel safe around. For a long time, I didn't really know anything about self-care as a concept and uh, in the same way was not really taking care of myself um, looking out for the different ways that I needed to be paying attention to my energy levels and my mental health and to be honest um, I still even even as somebody who speaks on panels about self-care and, and whatnot I still screw it up all the time uh, I overcommit and under deliver which is the opposite of what project managers say that you should do uh, but that's again why i think it's so important for conventions to have discussions like that um, in general i think there need to be more situations where people normalize discussions about mental health and normalize discussions about how we need to take care of ourselves and take care of each other 
there are a lot of, I, I feel like even in just the few short years that I have been attending conventions, as there have been more discussions about consent and, you know, self-care and those kinds of things, I feel like the overall tenure or the overall tone, tenor was what I was looking for, of conventions has kind of shifted. And maybe some of it is from folks who have grown, you know, who are now growing up with this kind of con culture. But um, I really appreciate that uh, you appreciate the uh, the discussion topics. I did record some audio. I still haven't gotten the chance to run through and make sure that it like sounds good and to check with the other panelists to make sure they're okay with posting the audio. But uh, if it is good with them, uh, hopefully it'll post in the next day or two and I will make sure that that goes up for folks to listen to. Uh, there were some really good other panelists who, uh, who were able to give some great input, and I would really love the opportunity to showcase their knowledge. So, uh, yeah. Folks, that does it for us tonight here at Intelligame Radio. I'm your host, Josh Boykin, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at Wallstormer. If you're looking for more IntelliGame content, swing over to IntelliGame.us, where you can find more articles and all sorts of great stuff. You can also follow us on social media at Facebook or Twitter.com slash Let's IntelliGame. Don't forget that on Thursdays, we do our weekly Let's IntelliPlay stream over at Twitch.tv slash Let's IntelliGame. And of course, right here on Anchor, if you want to share the link with your friends, that's Anchor.fm slash IntelliGame. As always, if you are interested in supporting IntelliGame as it continues to grow and expand, you can head over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Let's IntelliGame and give you an opportunity to pitch in just a little bit or a lot, whatever you want, amount of money each month in exchange for some rewards um, and otherwise just the knowledge of keeping what's going on here alive and well. Really appreciate you hanging around and uh, being part of the community here on Anchor or using your favorite podcast app. Um, if you are listening to this using Google Play or Stitcher, whatever your favorite podcast app is, know that you can have the opportunity to call in uh, to leave applause on different podcast segments or anything like that if you download the Anchor app. You can go to your whatever your preferred app store is and look for Anchor. It's a really awesome opportunity to get into a community of people who are creating podcast content right from their phones. It's super easy and it's uh, it's really great. Anyway, folks, have a fantastic night. We'll catch you tomorrow, but until then, keep IntelliGaming.